you think my feet smell better than yours? Is no, I think because you sit oh. further back. Oh. Like my feet oh. are right here. Whereas like you're like room Was that a wise. short joke? <laughs> <laughs> he has yes. no choice. <laughs> yes. That's why you, you have a booster seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That pillow isn't just a pillow. Exactly. You'll notice it's that keeping like, me cozy. It's like uh, it was an FDR that was paralyzed. He <laughs> never saw him oh out from behind a desk. God damn it! All Gordy. right, Gordy's always got his pillow. Emotional support pillow. Episode sixty-two. Sixty-two. Green River Bourbon. We're gonna yeah. move through this quickly just because we've been talking lawnmowers for far too long. Okay. Goddamn dooms. Green River <laughs> bourbon. Now we've had the weeded yeah, bourbon. We had a little. Um, we were at was it the local shop, shop the spirit, spirit shop. shop. Shout out to Jay. Got us a little. little Jay set us up with yeah. Green River, the weeded bourbon. Now this is just the regular bourbon. The reason why we went ahead and went with this one was because we had tasted the weeded bourbon. We did a little tasting, a little Wednesday yeah. tasting, and we wanted something that we had not had. Yeah. That's this. So. Pop the top. Oh, my Ooh, gosh. Wow. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. There we go. Now, nice while we're pop. doing that, it was a good pop. It was a good pop. It's a nice, it's a cork top. Got a little, okay. little cork. It's nice. It's good. I act, speaking of good tops, careful. I I accidentally threw away the, um, the uh, Whistle Pig Pit Viper <laughs> bottle. It's hard was, to imagine you accidentally threw that I away. I wasn't thinking. I was cleaning up, and I was like, this bottle's empty, and at, I forgot about the- At best, you like lofted it into the trash. Because <laughs> it's heavy as You weren't throwing yeah. anything. All right. Yeah, I was, <clears throat> was kind of ticked. I'll slide that down to you. Now, last week, we did not do a show. We took a, um, a, boys trip. a team outing, Yeah. and we Field went trip. to see Mission Impossible. TC the Goat. Seven. Tom Cruise, The Goat. Now, this movie's been out for a few weeks. We're going to touch on a lot of movies. I have watched way too many movies lately. Same. Um, I did some traveling, and I've been in the theater quite a bit, so we'll talk a lot about films on this Oh, I just found my MoviePass card, by the way. I've been paying for it for for five months now. Still? Did you re-up? I just re-upped. Yeah, when they redid the... It hasn't been five months, but when they did the AMC 2.0. No, No. MoviePass. 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 We talked about it a while. We can come back to it. Let's let's talk about Mission Impossible. All right, <clears throat> so MI seven, MI seven, MI seven. I give it a, I give it a seven and a half out of ten. It's pretty low. Uh, I think that's kind of like average. It's for, a very mid rating. I would have guessed think, a little higher. Oh, did I enjoy myself? Yes, yeah, so I'll give it an eight. Give it an eight. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed myself. I think an eight, eight and a half is probably fair. It's not my favorite of the Mission Impossible series. It is entertaining. And what it does do really well is deliver all of the things that a Mission Impossible yeah. goer would be looking for. I think and I, I think I'm a little probably exhausted on a few of those components. I could have done without on yeah. a few things. But there are people that go to that wanting those consistent tropes, those consistent tropes. And they deliver on that, I think, increasingly in a uh, pretty beneficial, or a pretty good way. Yeah. Pretty solid way. But. Um, wasn't mad at it, and it's still really, still really fresh in my mind because I just watched. I got up to five. Yeah. Then we went and saw seven, and then skipped six. I went home, and I think the next day I watched six. What was your favorite? I think six. With six. Cattle. Yeah. Pretty solid. I do yeah. think six is the one that really 
brought Mission Impossible into the higher echelon, higher yeah, echelon yeah. of movies. Um, I have a big fondness for two. Two's really good. Two is just kind of funny. Goofy. goofy. Yeah. But in the right ways. What was Mission Impossible 2? Is that early 2000s, late 90s, Josh? May 24th, 2000. Perfect. There we yeah, go. he had the long hair. That was yeah. a choice time. And the Oakley glasses that he's wearing in the beginning yeah. when he's climbing the mountain. V- each movie is very dated by Man. like style, nuances, yes. and his, his hair and... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whoever the leading lady is in it mm-hmm. gives you a real good indicator. What was it? Uh, was three? Three was Paula Patton, and then four is when Isla comes, and I can't remember her name. So she's four and five, and six, isn't she? Hung, hang around. She hangs around. Yeah, she's yeah, and she's. I don't want to spoil anything, but <clears throat> she's in. Well, she's in seven too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah uh, she, I, I mean, in, that obvious. I think that'll be in the credits, so I think it's not really a huge spoiler. But yeah, yeah. Um, probably a touch too long. I'd put it. On yeah, the, we said that when we could left. Have been, could have been two ten, yeah. two twenty, somewhere around that, yeah. rather than the two forty five or two fifty that I think it was. Going into a, a two part movie like that has its issues, in yeah. my opinion. And I feel like, because it's already going to feel like you could have done this in one movie, I think, at the end of it. So it's important, in my opinion, that each part be pretty fast and like efficient. Like they should be quick and move. They should be paced well. Yeah. And I thought that this was slow and lingered at times. I got to the end of it and I felt like, man, we could have really probably A lot of those scenes, uh, and I, I mean, it's out now. We can kind of talk about it. But like the scene when they're, we, we talked about it in the car on the way home. The scene where they're in the club and the guy is giving him like the ultimatum of like who he's going to kill. Yeah. I think I dozed off like twice and woke up and we're still in that same scene. That like, that scene of like politics of who is it? Yeah, it's very long. That's very Mission Impossible. Yeah. If you go back to like the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's in keeping with the like to your point, a lot of those tropes that people are looking for. Uh, But I agree. The mask stuff is always a great call. Mm-hmm. Um, when they got when they got to do the mass, uh, the mask creating the mask, and then the mask reveal, and then finding out like who's wearing the mask. I always think that's great. The um, this message will self destruct. Mm-hmm. That's always cool. Uh, so yeah, man, it had its, you know, had its its moments. Um, it was Mission Impossible. I think that franchise has done a very very successful job. And establishing establishing itself as kind of the opposition to Bond, mm. like Ethan is Ethan Hunt, and his missions are like always impossible. Yeah, where Bond is just kind of like, I got to save the world, one man against against these terrorists, and I got to stop this global virus. And yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it doesn't really have like a team, like uh, you know, like Ethan does, and. Uh, it was good seeing um, Benji and uh, Ving Rhames come back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was cool, man. It was cool. It was fine. It was, it was fine. Do you want a, yeah. a nice action movie? I yeah. thought it was going to be better. I did think it was going to be better. I definitely better. thought it was going to be better. Uh, we talked a lot about the CGI. We don't think it was bad. It mm-hmm. was just, well, okay. We talked about the scene of him jumping off of the yeah. mountain on the motorcycle, which yeah. has been widely publicized. 
mm-hmm. in the media just because it's such like a crazy stunt. But when you watch it in a theater, it looks like CGI. So I feel like it probably was worth just doing it in CGI. I don't know if there was any benefit necessarily from a visual perspective. To add the CGI. Of having him do it in real life. Or, yeah. Well, it was all just for promotion, really. And that's a valid point. That's a valid point. I I guess the question is, what is that worth, I suppose, at the end of the day? The promotional pieces, which is basically it seems like what they do these for now, is just so he can come out and be like, it's like almost like a trailer. Yeah. Is yeah. these little like, you know, behind the scenes kind of featurettes of these action sequences. And it's almost as if, to your point, yeah, like they're doing them just for that. They're they could, they could have put that. him on a plane, you know, the wing of a plane on CGI for the last one. They could have put him on a I motorcycle mean, doing this CGI for this fair, one. To be fair though, the plane sequence, I felt like when I watched that, that looked real to me. Like when I watched yes. him holding on to the side of the plane. I thought that was real. Yeah. It looked like he really did that. Whereas this, he's like tiny and it's kind of he's like, a tiny man. he's tiny, Yeah, well, right? true, right. It's a far away shot and they've already CGI'd the ramp out. Right. Yeah. And, and you kind of know, like you've already CGI, seen it. Yeah. So when he kind of goes off of it and kind of just like flies through the air, I don't, if you would CGI that shot, and put them side by side. What I'm saying is, I don't know if I'd be able to discern. You the couldn't difference. tell the difference. No. I see. Yeah. Whereas, like the plane shot is pretty. It's a pretty tight shot on him the whole time, and it feels more real to me. Yeah. So there are. I don't know. It's just one of those stunts that I don't know if it translated as well as I think maybe they were hoping it would. It sounds like a really cool idea, but mm. I don't know. It just didn't hold up for me for whatever reason. I'm not yeah. sure. But yeah, I, I mean, I just thought it was cool. Uh, that's really it. I was like, all right, this is cool, but like, do we really need it? The last 10 minutes, the train sequence, the last 10 minutes that of was really the train long. sequence yeah. was fantastic. The fighting on the top of the train, they could have cut that whole sequence out. We don't need any more of that. Fighting on top of trains has been done. But the trains falling off the cliff and him like working his way, way through the trains, through all yeah, of that the was cool. various yeah. like cars or whatever. Super sick. That, that was, was cool. that was worth it, pretty much almost. I still would have made it shorter. Um, yeah, but yeah. All right. So, have you been to the theaters for anything else in the last week? Uh, or was that it? Yeah, I went to the warehouse a few weeks ago for Spider Man. Did we talk about that? Yeah. I said I went, but I didn't I talk about the movie. It. I didn't talk about the movie. I just talked about the, my, my experience. Okay. Uh, went and saw Spider Man across the Spider Verse. Amazing. Um, high marks. High marks. Comes out on streaming, I think, this Friday. Pro like yeah. this Friday or next Friday? I think it's this soon. Friday. I think it's very, very no, they pushed it back because of the strike. Maybe next Friday. It's streaming. Something. Josh can figure this out. Yeah, he's right there. Um, but like it's streaming as in like it'll be on Apple TV, like you can rent it. Yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah, rent yeah. it or buy it. It's not gonna be like on uh Disney Plus or whatever. Right, I'm right, right. You right. can pay to buy it or rent it. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Um but Again, we talked about how incredible Into the Spider-Verse was. Mm-hmm. And for them to just, they did it. They recreated the magic and like got it right back. Yeah. And really got into a story that pulled at the heartstrings. And then they even, even up the animation stakes yeah. in some regards. And the director came out and was like, some people aren't even seeing the same movie depending on where you go based on how we edited it 
Mm-hmm. And it's the same movie as far as story-wise, but some people are seeing different things. So, like, if I go to a screening of this downtown yeah. in the Harbor East Theater, and, and then if I go out to Hunt Valley... It could be two different... It could be two different movies. Two different movies. And you never notice. That's yeah. how he's basically... So he there's like, multiple cuts. Cuts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Around. He's like, you know, the fight scene with him and Spot, there may just be like a a different version of that scene like gotcha. but it's the same nothing changes in the story hmm. it's just kind of september 5th oh so that's far. the streaming date the digital the digital date that stinks i feel like there was something that i I'm just watched yeah this well this article was published six hours ago so. okay is that a pushback because it uh unknown i, okay. I didn't get i didn't get that far <sighs> God what is it. is august 8th next tuesday what is today? Um, August eighth <laughs> is next Tuesday. Okay, today's the second. Can you search what is new to streaming on August eighth? There is definitely something I feel like is coming. Yeah, on August eighth. Um, like a bigger movie. Uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, man, a lot of stuff is getting pushed back because of um, strike. People still are not writing. And I still- think that is going to be going on for quite some time. I did see something today about them, but the studios potentially now caving and coming and deciding to start talks. But um, I don't know how that's going to go. I mean, that's not. Were you thinking a movie or a TV show? I thought it was a movie. I'm not seeing anything. But I could be wrong. I'm not seeing anything. For some reason, Zombieverse is highlighted on this list. That sounds good. What's that? It's a Netflix show. That's all I got. Series premiere. I'll check it out. Going on, zombie verse. Yeah, I mean, I might have made this whole thing up. I love a good zombie show. It's really concerning, though. Speaking of zombie show, I've seen a lot of spinoffs for The Walking Dead. Oh, here we go. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse gets digital release next week. Video on demand August eighth and Blu-ray in September. Blu-ray? Is that Blu-ray? When was that? This was today. Uh, interesting. Well. Disgusting film posted on, um, I hate it, X, formerly Twitter, <laughs> yesterday saying it gets 4K UHD digital release September 5th. That's what I have here for the Blu-ray and the uh, 4K Blu-ray. I have v, uh, hmm. video on demand in August 8th. In either okay. case, All right. it seems like the jury's out on that. Hopefully Super that will be on Plex. I knew I wasn't crazy. Maybe. Though. What's Plex? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so high marks on the Amazing Spider-Man yeah. sequel. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Across the Spider-Verse. Across the, no, Amazing Spider-Verse. No, Amazing it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. It's just Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man Across the but Spider-Verse. But Amazing Spider-Man is in talks of now getting a... Uh, uh, the third one. Third one, yeah. yeah that's, 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 is that where you were? That's right. I was not going to go there, but that title is consistent with the news that you were talking about yesterday. Yeah, so now that uh, Spider-Man No Way Home has, has kind of become a bridge between the Sony-verse and the MCU, mm-hmm. Sony is now like, well, the, it has given these characters new life. Sure. And yeah. they've been hearing that people want to see those stories completed, where I kind of feel like the Tobey Maguire one is kind of like you know yeah he's a little it's he's probably grown out of it a little bit i guess you could say we want to see like an older spider-man perhaps yeah um 
I wouldn't be maybe mad at that. Although I do feel as if the Tobey Maguire thing, I do feel like that is probably past its prime. Yeah. Whereas the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, I could dive back into that. Yeah. That was a fun, a very fun series. I, I thought, and obviously it, the second one ended on a cliffhanger. That of. was my favorite so. Spider-Man series. I, of course, this current Tom Holland version is amazing. Mm-hmm. And the OG Tobey Maguire stuff is just, it just was the first, it was the first time I watched a superhero movie and was like, oh, oh, we're, we're, we're watching superhero movies now. Yeah. Uh, but, <clears throat> you know, regardless of how campy it was, the action and the sequences and the CGI was still, still very... Uh, ahead of its time, but amazing spider swinging through yeah, the city shots. Yeah, yeah, those little those the are amazing Spider Man was just kind of a great blend of both. Still very real world. It was still kind of dark. It was kind of a you know more grounded, gritty version of telling of the of the Spider Man story. Which yes. I I I love those two movies. Yes, that. That movie or that series, I don't think gets enough credit. Mm-mm. I think it could have been my favorite Spider-Man series had they finished it. Maybe yeah. I thought the acting was better in those. I thought the the father component was mm-hmm. interesting in those. Like there were some dynamics, family dynamics that they were mm-hmm. getting into that I thought was pretty interesting was and pretty good fun. acting. In it. Yeah. yeah, the acting I thought was. Great, but they got really pretty awesome actors and actresses. Not that they didn't for the Tom Holland series, but still, like, I don't know. Andrew Garfield had a, had a vibe to him. I think the difference between the um, the first two tri- uh, series of Spider-Man movies and and then the, the Tom Holland MCU is that he had to figure it out on his own. Mm-hmm. Where in the MCU, yes, in the comic books, he kind of, you know, he, you know, he has Reed Rich. He has all the superheroes to kind of play to his, yeah, uh, you know, to his advisory board, as, as you know, as I'll put it. But seeing Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker build his suit, like build the web shooters, mm-hmm. figure out the compounds. And like, that's what was missing from the original series that's what is yes. comic book canon like we yeah yeah, yeah. It, i think by not having them him do that takes away from the genius of peter parker and i i feel the same way too about the mcu version with tom holland yeah, there's a little less of that like i get it he's smart and that they they play that up yeah yeah but yeah. i don't feel like it's that often that you're seeing him try to have piece stuff together or figure stuff out. It's a lot of times like supplemented by Stark technology. Yes. He has access to these tools and to these things. And it's really just like a 3d printer. And he's like, I'll figure this out. And it's just like, you know, there, I think that also kind of speaks to the, the Gen Z, uh, ideology of technology. It's Mm. really not a thing of them really wanting to know, wanting to know, how things work, they just know how to use it. Yeah. Why things work. They just know how to use it to make what they want. You don't want to know how to make web shooters. We just want to have them. We just want to have them, right? And if I got to read this manual for this thing to work just so I can have web shooters and I'll do it. They don't care. The They don't care about the technology behind it. I got you. Yeah, you I got saying? you. Very good. Yeah. All right. Anything else in the theaters that you went to? 
Uh, Little Mermaid. Watch that at home. <laughs> watch the. But you watched that at home. You didn't go to the theater. No, nah, I didn't go to the theater. But uh, watch that at home. And I think that's also on demand now. Yeah. D. Yeah. Just when I think I watched it like a week before, and then it hit. I was like, I could have waited. But How was it? It was surprisingly okay. Surprisingly okay. Surprisingly okay. <laughs> surprisingly okay. You thought it was going to be bad. I just. It was super mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't think it was bad. I just don't. I wasn't like blown away. I thought like. Um, and Isaiah, you can chime in here. Like uh, I thought Sebastian didn't sound like he was. He sounded like a like a. He didn't. Are you guys watched this together? No. No. no, no, no. I didn't Have you seen all. it? No. Okay. All right. Then. He, you know, really, not sound Jamaican enough. You really nah, threw he, him under the bus. Nah, Isaiah is like a native, native Jamaican. So like you hear the Sebastian accent versus the original accent from him in the cartoon. I got you. It just doesn't sound. Yeah, it sounds like a a play on play on the accent. I've not. And watched then Flounder yet. looks fucking frightening. Yes, I don't <laughs> think that all of these concepts translate to live action. You know, all that like, well. I say Little it all Mermaid the time. Was probably one of them that we didn't think need we didn't to think do. about this all the way through. No, that's yeah. I don't think we thought about it all the way through, and it's also tough because I feel like underwater movies. Um, there's a struggle there from a technology standpoint because you can do them very well. Mm-hmm. Like James Cameron can do it very well, but it's super expensive. Yeah. And so Disney's not going to go that far on it. They're going to do like the budget version of that. And we all know, like we can see it doesn't look right. The, the, it, it, the exact same technology they use for Wakanda forever was what they used for the Little Mermaid. They looked like almost it's the same, same shots. Ex, ex, it's the same, swapped the faces exactly. Up. Same exact type body movements. Yeah. It was the same exact thing. You could tell that they just were like copy paste. Whatever yeah. we did for that, we'll do for this. And, uh, That's but, the thing, dude. James Cameron ruined it for all of yeah, us. Um, I can't see any other underwater scenes and think this looks good. You know, and that's funny because I just wa- I, we did a rewatch of Aquaman because Clark is obsessed with um, uh, Mara, who's played by Amber Heard, yeah, because course. she looks like Ariel. She looks yeah. like the cartoon the, version, the, oh. the original version. I yeah, guess. Yeah, is yeah. there a book of it, Little Mermaid? I mean, maybe she's not the original like version. Probably the cartoon uh, version. Of, cartoon yeah. Little Mermaid, and um, so I was watching it, and I was like watching for like the underwater scene. Yeah, and. It, underwater stuff just looks stupid. I'm sorry. It just doesn't look, it, it never looks like they're actually like doing this underwater. You know, just, it, it's like they put a filter, like an underwater filter and it's just them just, re, just being regular. They may have, dude. And then like a little CGI on like the hair and the beard, like sure. kind of like, like it's, yeah, like nah, this is, I don't believe it. Like, I don't believe it. And you know what else we can do? We can swim fast. And I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> Not the best. <clears throat> All right. Green River. Pretty good. Pretty good. How do you feel about this in contrast to the weeded version? I think it's not as, not as full flavor-wise. It's missing a little something. Yeah, it's just a little something. It's a little it's, sweet. It is a little sweet, but I'm not mad at it. Pretty decent. What was the price point on this again? It's like 30-something, 30 30 wasn't it? And the weedy was 42. 
I think for the price point, it's pretty good. Yeah, like this is fine. Like this is like, fine, what, man. Bullet is 32, 29, a couple 32. dollars cheaper than this? Maybe, if not the same. A couple bucks cheaper? Yeah. Like is this better than that? No. This is not better than Bullet because Bullet is just You think this is worse than Bullet? I won't say worse, but it's an it's very comparable. Like it's a nice like alternative. You know, you got like Nikes and then there's Adidas. Like I just want to wear some Adidas today. So Okay. Yeah. But right. you know, there's nothing, you know, you want to get some running shoes, you can get some Nikes, I guess. So. This is a weird analogy that we're <laughs> I don't know if you want to drink that we're exactly sure. Yeah. If you want to drink some bourbon, you're gonna probably I was surprised. Get some bullet, I thought you know? probably would have said that this was a touch better than bullet. No, no, no. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Hmm. I don't know. Good. Bullet has like a distinguishing taste to What's it. Like you know you're drinking drink bullet. some bullet. I have it in, at home in the cabinet. I, I like this is coming from a guy that likes bullet. Like I enjoy it. I drink it often. Yeah. And it's very easy drinking. Yeah. This is probably a little bit more flavorful. You think so? I think so. I would agree with that. I can put this to the test. I have bullet. Oh, we gotta test can it. Can we? Because I think I we like, can I think like we should is- test it. Let me grab this. I'll often. grab a thing of bullet. You guys just all right now. Talk, talk amongst yourselves. Talk. Okay. Yeah, we do this often where like bullet is the is the standard. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm trying to say. I feel like it's the standard. And, oh my gosh. Okay, oh jeezy. Well, the dogs are talking for us now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it'd be interesting to put some of these bourbons that we do up against what the like standard. we consider a standard. Okay, that's a good. This is a good uh, detour. Like we've never done this before. Yeah. Now, in all fairness, I might not say it about all bullets, but this is the one we're all thinking of. Yes, orange label. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OG. OG orange label. So I might not say it about every bullet, but. Yeah, so if I'm thinking bourbon, and if I if you go to a restaurant and you ask for them to meet a bourbon neat, they're probably just going to pull a, bur- a bullet off the shelf. Or they're gonna ask you like, you know, do you want blah blah blah? Either bullet or make. They're gonna give you bullet makers, makers or yeah, wild turkey. One of the three. Yeah. Don't give me no wild turkey. Wild turkey. One restaurant. Wild turkey. One on one. Am I? It's my name. Right. It's my name, Slick Charles. Pass those down. <laughs> Pass these down the line, so everybody can get involved All right. with this taste test <clears throat> that yeah. you're making us do. <laughs> All right. Control. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Now, what we're all going to do, we're going to take a little nip. A little nip of the Green River. Of the Green River. And then just give that a second. Let it sit for a moment. Let it hang out. Yeah. Okay. And you're still thinking, still pretty committed to your stance. You're so so on this. We're enjoying this while the dog's doing some ASMR down there. (laughs) She's, uh, yeah, she's She's digging a spot. She's digging a spot. Okay. Is is it, you think it's a thing that she always sits in front of you? Um, I don't know. Do I smell like something that she might like? I don't know. You like chocolate? uh, She likes carpets because she can do the digging thing on them. Yeah. So I think she just, I think probably where you sit with your feet and where I sit with mine is probably the most like open space for you her. You think my feet smell better than yours? Is no, I one? think because you sit oh. further back. 
Oh. Like my feet oh. are right here. Whereas like you're like room Was that a wise. short joke? He <laughs> <laughs> has yes. no choice. <laughs> yes. That's why you, you have a booster seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That pillow isn't just a pillow. Exactly. You'll notice it's that keeping like, me cozy. It's like uh, was it FDR that was paralyzed? He <laughs> never saw him out oh behind God. a desk. God damn it! All right, <laughs> Gordy's always got his pillow. Emotional support pillow. Moving on to the bullet. I did not know he was. Was he? Wow. Still better. You like the bullet better? Yeah. Okay. Very good. That's interesting. Here's the truth. I don't think that they're like super far apart no, from no, one no, another no. by any by any stretch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do think the Green River has a little bit of a like there's a little bit more flavor there. It's a little bit yeah. more interesting. And so for a couple of dollars more, would I rather pour that out for like a group of people? Probably. It's a little bit more of a unique experience taste, and yeah. taste. The bullet is, again, it's not bad and it's not far off. They're in the same realm. I think, yeah. yeah. I just kind of think yeah. bullet has become a standard and it's more kind of like if when I think about Whis- bourbons and yeah. whiskeys, I'm just going to go. It's comfortable. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. familiar. A, and I it could just be like a psychological um, me and security blanket. About, um, in the store earlier today about how. Speaking to the mic. The, uh, Speaking to the mic. Sorry. We were talking about the makers that was in there and how makers is kind of mass produced. Um, it's to fit multiple palettes. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people are going to like it. Yeah. Whereas with the uh, the Nulu, I think it was. Nulu. Yeah, which yeah, I thought Nulu was, was terrible. Good. It was, I thought it was terrible. That was wow. We thought it was great. Yeah, we we both thought that that was the best I thought of it was, three. I, I did, right? Okay. Did, yeah. Am I correct? Let yeah. me, I'll take that back. It wasn't terrible. I wasn't expecting for it for it to be 115 proof when sure. I sipped it. Right. I thought I, was, I thought we were staying within like the 80 proof range, and when I tasted it, so it what just telling me is you're weak. I wow. have a uh, cask wow. strength bullet. We'll drink off air. We'll try okay, it. but all right. All right. <clears throat> so uh, Green River, we're all enjoying it pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I it's a enjoy good, it. easy drinking thing. I do agree. I think the weeded is a little bit more interesting. It's, it's little, also a few yeah. more dollars. It's a little $40. smoother. Yeah. So as a baby bite, it's very soft. That, yeah. uh, that weeded. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Moving yeah. on. Moving on. Um, I have spent quite a bit of time in the theaters. You lately. I've been partying it up. You. I've not. I've been to the theaters more in the last like week <laughs> than I have in the last like five years, probably. You back to the movies? I saw no. So I've seen a lot of this being discussed on you know various platforms, but how it's like this return to cinema or whatever return to the theaters kind of deal with Barbie and Oppenheimer and whatever. Um, and I don't know. Like I think the Barbie thing is a real outlier in the sense that it's just one of these movies that just catches it's just a, yeah it's like, like a cult kind of thing it just like it kind of yeah it's like it's like a flash in the pan kind of thing and i don't really know what it is that creates that necessarily it happens once in a while so i don't know if it's recreatable necessarily for them but maybe it is i'm not sure because it hit a billy right yes it did yeah um and and then obviously oppenheimer christopher nolan always Always brings a lot of people into the theater. So these two things hitting at the same time, somewhat 
unusual. Yeah, two niche film experiences yes. yeah. at the same time. But if you set those aside and actually look at Mission Impossible, which I think is actually a better indicator, it did mm. not do the numbers that they thought it would do. It actually was pretty yeah. underwhelming yeah. at the box office. So I thought that was pretty unique. And I think Oppenheimer and, and Mission Impossible 7, Josh could maybe look this up and confirm it, but I think those movies are a little bit more comparable as far as like box yes. office, you know, returns. Um, they both are probably a little, like I think Oppenheimer is doing pretty well given the budget because it was yes. it was made for so little. Yeah. But otherwise, I think they're probably in the same space, whereas like Barbie was kind of this lightning in a bottle, billion dollar after two weeks kind of thing. And so I don't know if people are necessarily back in the theaters. I think you just have two amazing movies just hitting the theaters at once. Yeah. And by proxy, you're just getting a lot of media around that and a lot of buzz. And they're completely, completely opposing type of crowds. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You know, I love the marketing. And this is the Google search for Barbie. Like, like, like that's the do, stuff that I just typed Barbie yeah. and hit enter. And, it, and it's all pink. Yeah. And it, the marketing yeah. team for and Barbie it, is spot on. They have gone that's kinda all awesome. out. That, that's kind of awesome. Not even going to They yeah. have gone yeah, all out. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, where with, <clears throat> I, I love the the comparison tweets and the, you know, where, um, you know, it, they talk about like the comparison between the pr marketing promotion for Oppenheimer and like Barbie. Yeah. And in, in the first one, it's like Barbie McDonald's, Barbie Lego house, and then yeah. Barbie movie. And then for Oppenheimer, it's a blank picture, blank picture, Cillian Murphy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's just, it, and for them to kind of, I just think it's a, a, I'm not, you know, a fan of, of either. I'm a big fan of Christopher Nolan, but you know, I got little, little girls and you know, whatever. Barbie's great. But I think, what this does is it cr creates a great dichotomy for fans, right? You literally mm -hmm. have like husband and wives, like, all right, we're going to go see Barbie. Yeah. And then we'll go to lunch and then go back and we'll go see Oppenheimer. Like, I think this creates an, an amazing theater experience for families. Like, sure. this is what going to sure, the theater sure. is supposed to be about, right? Like having the yes. option. Yeah. yeah. So there's like yeah. a sense of that return to the theater kind of fun that yeah. I felt going to see these yeah. movies. I just don't know that it's necessarily something that's going to continue. I don't know how they, I, I, I'm not sure that if it's it, sustainable. If it's sustainable. Yeah. I mean, you're at least three, four years out from Christopher Nolan now. And uh, I hate that he does that. I don't know if the Barbie thing is possible to, again, to recreate it again. I, I mean, maybe oh, they do a sequel to it. They're definitely trying to get flash in the pan because it's, I think the next one is Thomas the Tank. Oh, yeah. So Mattel is. is basically, they announced that they're doing basically their entire toy lineup. They're trying to basically make film franchises out of all of those things. Whether or not that's successful or not, I don't know. I, in my opinion, I do think Barbie is a unique uh, product line. In yes. contrast to the rest of their products and lines, like I think that I think that it is going to be very hard to top that. Now, if you could do a Barbie two, and you could get all of the creative forces back, and actors and, and actresses expand back, on the Barbie and, character, and expand yeah. on that. That would be unique or interesting, especially now that we know how successful it is. You could get anybody. So you to saw Barbie? Show up. I did. Okay. Can you explain the plot? Because I I still have no idea what it's about. Yes. So essentially, um, you have Barbie Land, 
which is basically where all of the Barbies and all the Barbie like characters live. It's yes. like a real place yes. where they all live. Right. And Barbie has kind of an existential crisis where she starts to kind of question more or less her existence, her existence and like her role in life. Right. And she is basically goes on this quest to the real world because essentially it's pitched to her that like the real answers more or less reside out there kind of deal. So it's like a kind of inverse of like Super Mario. So she and there's more to it than this. She loses like some Barbie like powers and features or whatever. She starts like because she's questioning herself, like she starts losing some of like her abilities. And so there's that layering of it as well. But big picture, she essentially travels from Barbie land where Barbie is like everything. Everything. To yeah. the real world where, where obviously like Barbie is not everything. And so mm -hmm. she has to kind of confront all of these realities. And of, overcome that. To yeah, be and still kind of realize learn, who she Yeah, is. she learns more about obviously like the persona of Barbie and what it has meant throughout the course of time and kind of like the position of who Barbie is now and has to kind of deal with some of like the controversy of that and, and whatnot, right? right? So she deals with some of that. And then obviously we all wind up back in Barbie land where – a lot of our new life lessons are where she can implement everything that she's learned. Correct. Yes. Okay. And you have Ken, who is Ryan Gosling, <laughs> who goes along for the ride, and he kind of in Barbie Land is just an accessory to Barbie, right. which is who Ken always and was. And we talked about this when we last week and you were like, Yes, okay, sorry. Yes. So then Ken comes out into the real world with Barbie, and Ken realizes that men run everything. Right. Whereas where he has spent his whole life being an accessory. Yeah. So then he has this whole new like understanding of what of it's what like. A man what a, is supposed man to be. Is. Yeah. Yes, and he brings that back to Barbie land, and there's like a clash of these realities. So Got it. that's more or less like the general overarching themes of the movie. With that said, it's the best movie of the summer. I'll wait for Plex. By far. <laughs> so it's done very well. It's you the, saw it? Yeah. No, I haven't. I'm just looking at the numbers here. Uh, I oh, did okay. have, I did have lunch. Well. I, I did have lunch at uh, Bandito's on the Avenue on Sunday. How is Bandito's? It's delicious. Pretty good. Tacos and stuff. Right? Yeah, tacos and yeah. stuff. Too? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, there's one in Towson. It's there's good. one there by is, mine. There is now. Here's the, deal. Towson, yeah. Here's the deal. It's not like the best Mexican sure. food you've ever had. But it's pretty solid. They have some good drinks. It's like, you know, it's going it's going like above a Chili's and above a Applebee's. Like it's above that, but it's not like an authentic like Clavel experience Clavel. or something Got like that. Clavel's kind yes. of like an authentic. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. There's it's, also cheap beer. The beer's yes. fairly cheap. Like Modelo Negro for like two dollars or whatever. I mean, not that cheap, but yeah. but they do thirty-two ounces. Like that's yes. Yeah. Pissy. And there's like a million different like <laughs> tacos you can get and all different kinds of stuff. Like it, it's fun if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, so I haven't been to the yeah. one in White Marsh. And there's one by my job in Columbia. And there's also one in Towson. Yeah. yeah. That's the one. I've done that right. in White Marsh. I went to the one in Towson. Wasn't that great? I went to. Is this so? Is this like a whole. I'm sorry. We're like getting way off topic, but I'm just seeing all of these banditos like just pop up like all over the place. So is this like a new like franchise or is so, it just new to Maryland? So the company that owns it, the White Oak that owns it, they have a bunch of other brands. 
the Curious Oyster in White Marsh, Wayward Smokehouse. Gotcha. Oh, there's those some places. down in Fells or in Federal Hill, and then there's two others that I can't like Bar 1884 or something, whatever it is. But it seems like they're Rough becoming year. all banditos, like they're moving in that Into, direction. Okay, right, right. They just got rid of the Curious Oyster in Wayward in White Marsh. They sold that mm. a month or so ago, two months ago. And um, yeah, so it looks like they're focusing on. Man, I, I hate to sound like I had to sound like an ageist, but like all the all the young young all the interns are like, we're going to Banditos after work, and I'm like, have fun with that. Yeah, it's. I mean, you yeah, should try it. It's, like it's, a, it's really not bad, yeah. but it is. It is a younger. Actually, that was funny that you say that. I, I was bringing it up to mention <laughs> all of the Barbie people. They were all. There was a huge table of what looked like. People early twenties went, went to see Barbie. Yeah, they yeah. had huge pink shoes, pink yeah. bags, pink glasses, like absolutely everything. Same came. thing when we went and to see And the whole restaurant, in. getting to what you're saying, was younger. Yeah. The whole restaurant looked like they were like sub sub thirty. Yeah. yeah. It's what on the on the border was a couple six years ago. Okay. Before Oh dude, I think decline. it's better than on the border. So is the food okay. Personally, I'm more of a Tex-Mex person than I am like authentic. Yeah, it's more Tex-Mex. It's more so. It's more Tex-Mex. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I feel like you'd enjoy it. I don't, I don't know your food tastes that well, but I feel like it's, you would enjoy it. It's my soul food. Okay. I think it's got an. I think it's got a leg up on on the it border. Is yes, food. I would agree with it's that. Really Mexican is. My it's soul in food. the same like space. I feel like, but it's it's it does have a leg up on that. Okay. Like yeah. atmosphere yeah, yeah, yeah. and restaurant vibe wise. And they've got a lot of good tacos. Yes. This is um, true. Yeah. They have some nice like Baltimore themed ones, like some old bay shrimp stuff Ooh. and like fish mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's pretty nice. It's probably yeah. like a spicy alien. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I can tell. Oh, that's good. There's some yeah. nice, good. There's some good. nice things. Dude. And not for him, but the pork belly taco, boys, there I feel go, like dude. is the best one. Crispy. Okay. Crispy on the top. See, that's Chanel. Uh, yeah. So good. Okay. You know about Delish. Delish. But go. anyway, but anyway, Barbie, this is, this is why I brought this up. <laughs> now we're talking about tacos. So Barbie, so Barbie has done twice what Oppenheimer has done. Opening yes. weekend and total gross. In two weeks has also done three times what Mission Impossible has done in four weeks. And it's beat wow. out a lot of really old records. Like it beat out um, the Dark Knight had the like highest sales for like a Monday, and it beat that out. Mm. Like it's been kind of crushing some like some small sales like records, small concept sales. It's currently the number three grossing film of 2023, and it's only forty million dollars off Guardians Three, which Guardians came 3. out in May. So Guardians did a billion. Guardians is sitting at eight forty five right now. Mm. That's that's good. And then Super Mario was one point three billion. So it's rapidly getting there. It it's on track to maybe become yeah. the, the movie, and it the hasn't. Highest there's grossing. like an issue. There's some issues with it in different countries. So it's not even like opened everywhere yet. Oh, which wow. is the other thing. There's some countries that are not down with the messaging, so they're not. Oh yeah, I think opening like, it up, but. If it were to go like worldwide, I bet you it would be. They're not down with the. It would knock all those out. I would think (laughs) pretty quickly, but yeah. Okay. Uh, So, but yeah, I've seen I've seen the Mission Impossible one. I saw Oppenheimer and I saw Barbie, and Barbie is definitely the movie of the summer by far. Nice by far. Nice. They did an amazing job with it. It's very, very, very good. I get it. I get it. And it's not three hours long. 
That's good. I so I'm surprised. Did I? I think I did have a pee break for Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible was almost My three gosh, hours. So Oppenheimer was exactly three hours, and Barbie was neither of those things. Yep. And man, do I miss efficient shy movies. of two hours, like one hour fifty four. Movies That's what that I would just like. move, dude. Boom. That are just constant. So good. So good. Yeah. I don't need all. And there's the not a lot of that anymore. There's no. not a lot of that. Um. So yeah, go see Barbie if you haven't seen it. Oh, go check it out. Yeah. It's worth a watch. Uh, and then on the Oppenheimer, you've not seen that yet. No, you, did you go? I went. Yeah, I, I saw it. it. It's great. It's it, very good. It's, you said great. Like, So here's the thing. It's, it we, is a very like important movie probably in the grand scheme of things. Okay. Like I've seen – it's one of those movies that you have to digest a little bit. Mm. Some people have said it's like the movie of the decade. Like it's – like there's a lot of big claims about it. And it's interesting because the subject material is very intriguing. Yes. Very intriguing. And so I don't like it. I've not, I just recently, I saw it on Monday night. So I'm still kind of processing it a little bit. It's probably Christopher Nolan's best movie. Ooh. It's not his most entertaining movie. Ah. So that's a big piece. Too. He's got some bangers. He's got some bangers. So this is not Christopher Nolan. Like, you know, Christopher Nolan. Okay. Probably. Right. But. Cause it doesn't deal with like any type of sci-fi elements. Well, it's not like, there's no like big, sci. there's no big action sci. sequences. Yeah. Like it's all build up. It's one third of the movie is about the bomb probably and uh, him building it in Los Alamos or whatever. And then the other two thirds are like kind of like courtroom drama, like profile kind of introspective. Like, you know, we have on the front end, you kind of have Oppenheimer as a college student and how he kind of grows so out of that. So it profiles him. And his point up until the bomb. It profiles, yes, who Oppenheimer is basically as a young scientist through to basically him as an older, like, kind of mm. discredited scientist, more or less. Wow. So you get a big picture of his life. You don't get, like, him as a kid or any of that bullshit. You get, like, the meat and potatoes of that. But <clears throat> the acting on everybody's part is... I mean, Oscars will be one for sure. Oh, Robert yeah. Downey is, it's by far the best thing he's ever done, hands down. Um, I mean, he kind of steals the show almost. I mean, he does that every, his recent work has just been. He's so good in it, though. He's so good in it. So captivating in it. There are some like sequences in this that are just very special. It's very. It's very like intriguing to watch, but it's not entertaining in the way that like Inception or The Dark Knight yeah. is entertaining. You have to go into this knowing that you're going to be meeting a lot of characters. It's a lot of detail. It's a lot of information. And it's it's all like story for the most part. Got the, it. Like the building of the bomb is kind of like there's some like cool shots and some cool things that happen in that yeah part of it but it's more or less like a drama you know what i mean yeah. like it's more <laughs> my favorite it's more that kind of thing and it's three hours so you're you're strapped in for you know uh, see, that's right like, for i gotta a watch, run i gotta dude. watch this at home i think my favorite um meme from that was uh I, our boy was jake jake Locke was 
he tweeted something about the Orioles in first place and he was like watching the Orioles and it was a clip from Oppenheimer yeah. when he's watching the bomb go off. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's definitely worth seeing. I don't, you know. I'll definitely see definitely it. Definitely worth seeing. I hope I'd it comes go to see streaming. It. I'd go see it in a theater. Like I would certainly recommend that. Did you go to KLP? No. No, 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 no. I went to uh, AMC in Columbia. They have That's a, right. You they, told me that. Yeah, yeah, so they have a laser IMAX, which kind of was seemingly the second best thing. King of Prussia was sold out. They've, they're sold out for the next month. You can't even get near it. And it's a, you know, it's a two-hour trek up there two-hour drive yeah, back. That's a day trip. I would I would do it. It's not to say that I wouldn't. Like I would do it. I just I wanted to see it sooner than that. I didn't want to wait until September. And it's also one of the it's weird too, because you can't like the you can't even book past when it's sold out. So I was like, I don't do I want to just keep yeah, waiting. Yeah, you gotta like sit there and wait for and it to hope open. Yeah. That like they open up more. I mean yeah. I'm sure they will. I can't imagine they wouldn't continue playing it until you know the film wears out. But it's just, I don't know. I want to go check it out. So everybody, there was a person on Reddit. I think I mentioned this to you. There was a person on Reddit who went and saw it in you, you did 70 millimeter IMAX, 70 millimeter, laser. and they saw it in laser IMAX. They saw it in all three and they like reviewed each of them like tech, like from like a technology perspective and from like a viewing he perspective. He said the laser was the best, right? He said the 70 millimeter IMAX is by far and away the best, but that's the, obviously the hardest to get to. Um, and then the second best was the laser IMAX, if you could get to that. Mm. And that the 70 millimeter was fine, but it's not, there's more issues with the 70 millimeter prints than like the IMAX Oh, you, yeah, laser. you said it was like falling off the reel. And like, there was just like some weird things, like the audio wasn't as thinking. good on the 70 millimeter version. Um, <laughs> like the quality is fine, but it's really not like, it's not in, it's not hugely better than the IMAX laser necessarily, but the IMAX laser does have better like black and white. And like, there's some weird yeah. things like that where IMAX laser just essentially kind of surprising out, too. Like he didn't shoot it, give like a black and white version, like a noir version of this. So film. the black and white version what's up. Nips out. Oh yeah, dude. Thank you. Yeah. Careful there. We're going to not the canceled. first time. It's not the first time. Dude. I know there was one episode. Out. My whole nip was out like oh, the dude. whole time. Yes. Nobody saying anything. Well, we got to do that every once in a while. We got to keep the viewership <laughs> up, you know, dude. <laughs> but not too much. Right. Don't give them, don't give them like too a, much. A blur. There was one episode <laughs> right. where I had a nipple out the whole time. I couldn't like do anything with it. It was just like the way that it was. We shipped it as is, but it is what it is. Nobody in the comments said anything. So I thought we, the, the, just for the whole they don't want to ruin it. Just for the permanent sensor right there. Yes. Um, the, so the black and white footage is, um, not the black and white footage is not from the perspective of Oppenheimer. Mm. So when you're watching the movie and you're watching scenes that are in black and white, it's the story being told from not Oppenheimer's position. Oh, so there are black and white scenes. Yes. In. I was and thinking then the color scenes are from the perspective of Oppenheimer. I get what you were saying. Gotcha. I, I get what you like entirety of black and white. Gotcha. Yeah. Like well, Schindler's the, list. Right. Yeah, so, yes. But that's the reason why they are flipping back and forth. Right. Gotcha. Which is in, cool. Which is very cool. There's intent behind yeah. it. Gotcha. It okay. wasn't just I didn't like even a, know there were black and white scenes in it. I yeah, it was yeah, all. there are yeah. black and white scenes. Uh, so the black and white offers some perspective. Correct. Um, and fun fact, 70 millimeter IMAX film does not exist in black and white. So Kodak actually had to make it for the very first time. But wow. you're not, yeah. you're not going to well, be able to see it unless you drive to K. Things you can do if you're uh, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. I also think that this, uh, one of my buddies, my boy Danny, 
uh, talked about, he was like, you know, I really want to see it, but you know, in New York, there's like one theater mm-hmm. and you know, I'm just, I'm just preparing myself to just go see it in September. And I thought that was an inter- interesting perspective because like, we've kind of ta- all talked about that. I was like, oh, I'll just have to get to see it. And, yeah. and we, you know, we go back to the film experience where now we're, they're offering the type of films that have the niche audiences that aren't, we, we don't have to rush to see this. I'll just see it when I get to see it because I need to see see it how it's intended versus it being like an MCU movie yeah. where I got to get there within the first weekend before everybody spills it. Yeah. I haven't even, outside of the conversations that we've had, no one has kind of like spoiled it for me like I, or anything. Like there's nothing, I don't even know if there's anything to spoil. Like we know it's about No, yeah, there's definitely, definitely not anything to spoil. Like you don't run that risk. I would probably go see it in 70 millimeter IMAX if, if I had the chance like if in like late September or something I've got nothing going on one weekend and they're still playing it and yeah. I can buy a seat and it's like easy I, I would go do it like I'd make a day trip up to Philly and just like hang out and do some cool shit and Get a grab lunch well, then you gotta call JW and let him know you're coming and that's nah, not cause he's not gonna it, drive the 40 you know? minutes out of Philly to come see me at KOP <laughs> oh so I, I would potentially do that um, but are you a cheesesteak guy? no I don't mm. eat meat Oh, yeah. That's right. So that's right. But there's probably like an impossible or beyond meat cheesesteak out there. I'm sure it's fun. Yeah. Um, but I just I don't know. I just wanted to kind of get it out of the way so that I didn't feel like I was missing out on the Oppenheimer thing. So I did the best that I could within the area that I mm-hmm. was within. And uh yeah, I'd recommend it. Go check it out, go see it. It's good. It's very good. Like it's again, like I said, it's probably Christopher Nolan's best movie. It's just not his most entertaining. I okay. I would imagine that this will net him some Oscars. I'm upset with him. Still I think this is about it. Tenet sitting in my Apple library. Tenet, Tenet, yes. yeah. Like <laughs> that. I mean, again, a lot of action sequences, a lot of stuff going on in that movie, but story was kind of convoluted. Not the best is what it is. But it's you know action packed. There's like car chases. There's explosions. There's all kinds of stuff. Oppenheimer isn't quite that. Okay. It's more, yeah, introspective, storytelling. more introspective yeah. kind it, of stuff. The more you guys talk about it, the more I uh, tend to think, not to keep going back to this, but Mission Impossible really missed their moment, I think. If that movie's 20 minutes shorter, mm-hmm. I think the conversation we're having about these three movies in this year, Barbie, Mission Impossible, and Oppenheimer, you're getting three of the type of movies that everybody wants to see. Something family friendly, something action packed, and something that tells that a story is worth like, yes. a viewing experience. Mission Impossible just came out at, a, at the wrong time. It was too close to the other two. Yeah. And it was just a little too long. Well, this, I think if it was two hours, yeah. 220, I think it would have been way more successful. Three hours is tough, dude. It just is. Cause you're, right, what studios are these coming out of? Because uh, Oppenheimer's Universal. Barbie, Barbie is, is oof, I just uh, had it. Warner Brothers, maybe? Warner Brothers, yeah, correct. Um, and then Paramount for Paramount Mission. Paramount is Mission Impossible. So you, you got three opposing studios trying to have a blockbuster at the same time. So you got that, yeah. too. And then Disney. Oh, we had, you know, the release of the Marvels is now being pushed because of Dune. It won't be, it won't be shown in IMAX. What? The Marvels. Does it need to be shown in IMAX? I don't think so. That's why I don't know why they're making a big deal. No, I don't think but so. But back to what I, what I was saying. Um, July is like blockbuster time. Like you put out your movie. And it's- yeah, I mean, I think this is it, though. 
Like these are the three. This yeah, is the, we're yeah, done. I agree. Yeah. This is the summer. Yeah, Oppenheimer, Barbie, and Mission oh, next Impossible. week we get Ninja Turtles. It's not going to do the numbers. You don't think so? No, it's animated. They're hearing. They're saying it's probably better than Spider Man. I know, but it's not going to do the numbers. People don't go. Spider Man didn't really do the numbers either, did it? No, no. Yeah. People aren't. And I think this sounds terrible. I think animation is, as far as theaters are concerned, I think it's dead. I How? think it's gone. Mario it's Brothers too, just did 1.5 billion. That's different because it's it plays to the nostalgia piece. Like so many adults are like Mario. Like they want to go see that. I get it. You could say the same thing about Ninja Turtles, maybe. Yeah. But I think the superhero thing, I think all that's a little played out. Um I don't know. It's I, I don't know. I just, I okay. also international markets, yeah. maybe. But I get what you're saying. I think a lot of families, it's too expensive, dude. It's too expensive. Oh, I'd be going to see Ninja Turtles alone. I I'm saw somebody. Yeah, but but you going by yourself, even if like a bunch of nerds just decide to go by themselves in a bunch of cities, it's That's not the, not it's not the numbers the, they need. Yeah. It's not the numbers they need. Yeah. And I think there have been too many examples of Pixar movies and all these other like cartoons that have been coming out and they just have been getting clobbered at the, at the yeah. theaters um across the spider-verse had the heels of the first one and then um you know like he's a black spider-man so like the black community is gonna show up for that but i still sure. don't think it like that's a movie it didn't go over the way that they thought it was gonna go over that's one of those movies though that i feel like it's successful in a niche market it's yeah. always gonna do really well because there's a diehard group of people that are gonna buy it they're gonna like they're going to watch it a bunch of times. They're going to rep it super yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll go with their friends, but it's just not going to translate to like the average To blockbuster status. Yeah. 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 It you just mean, did well as a movie. It didn't do blockbuster yeah. numbers. Yeah. I gotcha. mean, look at, uh, there's a lot of movies. Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer, they're not doing blockbuster numbers. I mean, they're That's doing, so crazy they're that we're doing, saying Mission Impossible They're doing do big numbers, but not blockbuster. Barbie did blockbuster. Yeah, numbers. Barbie. Mission, again, Mission Impossible was 54 million opening. Spider-Verse was 120. Yeah. So better, but still, you know, Barbie is 160. It'll have a better, like it'll do <clears> fine <throat> in the home video market because yeah. people that are into it are going to buy it. That's, it's not going to be on a streaming service. We thought, you know, like we thought The Flash was going to be the movie of the summer. And they pulled that out of theaters and now it's the number one uh, rented movie. Again, I they, that movie, they just relied too much. Like a lot of those people, I feel like, just aren't going to go to the theaters for it. I don't know. I don't know. And I, after I did watch The Flash. we I watched it. And it, was just, oh, it was just okay. Like it was just okay. It wasn't – these people – it's, Tom Cruise saying yeah. this is the best movie he's ever seen. Like you've made better movies. He's just than, trying to hype people back into theaters. He is. That's man. all. He's, he's just trying to gas train. everybody up. All right, we're at time. Damn. There's more to talk about next week for sure. There um, is because I've I've watched so many movies and we're, we just scratched the surface. But we did the big ones, which is good. Now Got I want some tacos. Got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Got Green River out of the way. Green River. There it is, buddy. Shout out to Jay Spirit Shop. Thank you, bud. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 62. Ghosts.